Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. We're going back to back. Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Well, I'm your host, Freddie Revis, and... Um, uh, who are you, sir? I'm the producer, Matt Duncan. Uh, I hope you're all well. I, I'm doing okay. Have you ever uh, seen me stutter that much off the top? Whoa, right off the top. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's always a good start for us. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, first words <laughs> in our uh, show title. <laughs> I think I'm so excited though. That's that's what's going on. We have yeah. a very very big and fun announcement. We do. Um, that uh, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna throw to you, Matt. Uh, you know, we've been teasing this a little bit, and it's here. Uh, it's, uh, it's very, very fun news. So, Matt, please take it away. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar. Well, there you go, guys. We have joined the Sonar Network. Uh, which is a podcast network in Toronto with a bunch of great podcasts on it that are uh, comedy and, you know, sexual wellness and, uh, you know, uh, apocalyptic ones. You know, you got Happy Good with Chris Locke, Landlord and Tenant Podmas, The Bed Post, lots of cool stuff. I think we are the only sports one on there right now. I think we've we're cornered the, the market. We've cornered the market. I think we're the first. We're on uh, the Sonar Network. It's that uh, you can check out all these podcasts now at uh, thesonarnetwork.com. You know, we'll have links on our website uh, that you can click as well. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty exciting, you know, like, uh, you know, maybe we'll, uh, be building a little bit more now, you know, just another, another direction up for us. Is it not Freddie? That's right. You know, um, not everyone gets to be, you know, FVV, uh, or, you know, like Kyle Lowry or Pascal, (laughs) you know, you think about being mad, you know, we're we're the Paul Watsons of the world. Yes. Uh, we're, we're grinding here. We're, we're making it work, but we're a valuable part of the team. And th- this was big for us. This yeah. is uh this is like, Hey, Paul Watson, you get minutes tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's us joining the Sonar network. This is uh yeah, it's cool. It's going to be a fun partnership. I'm super excited for it. Uh, Matt, is there any other kind of like, you know, bits of business details folks need to know in general about the pod? Uh, yeah, you know, go to dunkspodcast.com. Uh, we've got all our links there for all our different pod catchers and stuff. Uh, we've also, you know, for Patreon, if you want to check us out there and support that way, you always get our episodes before everybody else. And, uh, then you get more perks, you know, but you still Mm -hmm. got some of that hot sauce. You pay enough money, you get some of that hot sauce. Uh, and you must be, uh, has it gone bad? You must be due for another harvest soon, which is going to be good too. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, subscribe and rate for us that would, uh, we really appreciate it. And, um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's about it. Um, awesome. Um, well, I'm, I'm pumped to get into this. Uh, I will just and- say, I, before we just get into it, yeah. just say, uh, from the Sonar Network, uh, Michael and Mariana, thank you very much for, you know, going back and forth and getting us ready for all this. We're really excited. And uh, yeah, we're happy to be on the Sonar Network. 
I'll, I'll echo that. Thank you so much. It's uh, It's been a fun transition. Um, I have so much ADD that honestly <laughs> Matt did the lion's share of what we're talking about right now. But uh, kudos to you, Matt, for that. Um, thank you very much. You're, you're a rock star producer. I appreciate it. No problem. Um, but uh, yeah, our Raptors, right? Like it's just, it's so good. I'm so excited to talk about it. And I think before we launch in, uh, I'm, I'm just going to throw out a reminder to everyone, you know, write your city councilors, um, you know, the defund the police movement's not over. Uh, so um yeah, it, it's it's absolutely not over, and we have to keep fighting. It's a movement, uh, not a moment. That's right. Um, so, uh, I think though we're gonna we're gonna start talking some some Raptors ball, uh, some Raptors playoff ball. Uh, Maddie, uh, if you feel like we're good to go, uh, please say the words "okay." Okay. First, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a hilarious comedian, a wicked improviser. He does a show all the time. Uh, and uh, I, I, I don't know if he's still obsessed with, and I forget if he hates or loves, but there's a thing there with Lonzo Ball. Uh, give it up as loud as you can for Anthony Hall. Oh, yeah. I'm off the Lonzo Ball train. I'm on the TJ Warren Express, baby. Oh, cheers, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I like the annou- the announcements. That's good. It's like, I really feel like I was at a train station there. You know what I mean? Like, you, you took ba, ba, ba. Now leaving Lonzo Ball Station, entering TJ Warren Express. <laughs> <laughs> I love your, for you, the most exciting thing is your commuting. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm always going somewhere, and that um, somewhere is the championship lane. Yes, it is. Uh, thanks for doing the pod, man. This is uh, this is exciting. Uh, thanks for right? having me. Yeah, um, let's uh, let's bring on guest number two, who no doubt is also excited. Uh, yeah, one of the funniest people I know. Incredible improviser, magnificent producer, has a funny over-the-head shot, kind of looks like Boucher's. Uh, it's pretty efficient, um, kind of like Boucher's, sort of. Uh, give it up as loud as you can for Mr. Matt McCready. Oh, yeah, everybody. I am off of the TLC Lisa Left Eye Lopez train, and I am on the Timothy Luau Cabaret Express. Oh, get off that one. <laughs> wow. Similarly uh, initial trains. That's got to be confusing. <laughs> Honestly, the, the train station's a fucking mess. I was yeah. lucky to get here on time, Freddie. I'm happy to talk basketball. <laughs> I, I, I'm happy. You're happy. You sound excited. Um, are you? Are you? Are you just on? Are you on a basketball high right now, or what? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was a you know typical Raptors super super high, and then like a little bit of a dip, and then uh, yeah, felt right back into it. Felt feel great. Feel happy. Yeah. Let's uh <laughs> let's jump right in into the very first question. Um. Maddie, I, I don't know if you I got do. it there. I got a new sting. Oh, you got a new sting. Oh, oh you guys ready? Oh, yeah. Okay. Are you just, guys ready? Yeah. Oh, my God. This is cool. Take it away, baby. Awesome. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Very intricate. Uh, I added some dramatic uh, music to uh, yeah. Masai's little speech last time we played Brooklyn. Yeah, that's good. Um, Brooklyn, uh, I'm sorry for the I'm sorry for the disrespect, but Matt's got a Matt's got to clown you. Yeah, uh, sorry, you, Matt. Matt, <laughs> well, Matt has got to clown you. You know, got to bring that back. It's funny to hear the like when he's like, "I've got one more thing to say," and then he takes quite a pause. He's like, "Am I gonna say it? Am I gonna say it?" Like you can kind of feel it, and then he does, and crowd goes nuts. Yeah, it's uh, it's always good when someone's gonna like they take a big pause before saying something really, really serious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, totally not a basketball thing, but I will never forget the moment where uh, Rob Ford was like, "No, no, ask me again, ask me again," and the reporter's like, "What?" And he's like, "Ask me what you asked me six months ago," and the reporter's like, "Um, do you smoke?" crack and, and, and Rob Ford was like yeah <laughs> you know, it was in the stupor. but the yeah. way that just the build up to the moment it was so weird like yeah it's like someone preparing to be like oh, this is gonna be this could be bad but I'm this going be, for yeah. it this is gonna be let's get put a crack same. in the earth let's see what happens yeah no uh, pun intended. I thought there I thought it was intended <laughs> <laughs> you know, no worries. You don't have to take credit. Uh, okay, um, let's go. Let's go, McCready first. And I think this is uh, the, uh, the most raptory thing on my mind right now. And please mm-hmm. be honest with me. Um, how worried were you in the third quarter? Uh, a little worried, but not super worried. Uh, my brother said it best when he was saying, well, "I was watching the game with my brother." When he said, "They are they are using so much." energy in that third quarter yeah um to claw back into the game uh using all their starters they're missing so many players that when their starters aren't out there they're they really don't have too much to go to um yeah so i mean i wasn't super worried about it yeah i feel like uh i, I was roughly the same I, I mean i didn't like to see that much bleeding uh but i was you know i felt pretty encouraged that it never got past eight uh which is a, it's still a fairly even in today's you know three-point barrage uh, era. It's still a fairly large lead or like you're still in control of the game. Um, Anthony, how, how worried did you get in the third? I got a little bit stressed. I think when uh, the commentators were like, Lavert has 13 assists. I was like, Oh Jesus Christ. And same moment for me. Yeah. The, yeah. For me, I was like the third. Oh, he, he's carving us up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like the thing with like Brooklyn is like, they're like a team of like, hybrid guard forwards so they're like so long and fast and weird and they can like they can just shoot from anywhere and once they get hot like timothy luahu cabro it was just like uh please stop please stop shooting those yeah he was um he was one of the hottest shooters in the game he was yeah six for nine from three um he's the only player on the nets with a plus plus minus wow really yeah, yep, plus uh, two. Jeez, who does he think he is? Fred Van Vliet? I know. <laughs> like, yeah, what's what, what's he trying to do? Be super, like a super efficient, amazing uh, breakout star, Freddie <laughs> Van Vliet? Yeah. Um, Fred Van Vliet made himself $6 million off of this game alone on his next contract. Oh, That's yeah. my prediction. Yeah, he, he, yeah it, was a, it was a massive game. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to Fred in a sec, but I, w- I wanted to ask you, Matt, uh, Mr. Matt Duncan, the uh, Yo. Pr- produce, were you, were, you, were you sweating it out in the third or Ooh, what? geez. Well, you know, like anytime there's uh, <laughs> a little bit of worry, you know, like just coming off of watching, you know, the Leafs dip, 
disappoint me yet again in the yeah, playoffs. Oh, yeah. You know, you start to get that feeling that I, I know very well over with that team. And, uh, you know, you just, you know how deep and horrible that feeling can get. And I just got worried for a split second that the Raps were going to make me feel that way. But really, this team is just like, they're just so capable. And like, I've never, since I've been watching the Raps with you in the last six years, I've never felt really this comfortable watching a Leafs or a Raptors playoff series. Yeah, like capable, comfortable. Yeah. Th- th- those are such good, good kind of like descriptors because I, yeah, for, for me, it was the same. Um, it was the same uh, Karis Levert moment where I was kind of like 13 assists. This is nuts. Um, I, is he kind of, is he, has he figured something out? But um, also to, to your brother's point, McCready, they were just kind of like pushing on the gas. And I, I, I was excited for our reserves to come in and kind of like bring that extra oomph and, um, you know, OGs spin around kind of like and one dunk. Uh, Terrence Davis's kind of like hard drive to the lane. Uh, and Fred's consistent scoring. Serge's consistent scoring. Um, the, you know, they, they, they looked relaxed. So I think even though it got to, to, to within eight, it wasn't that scary. Uh, I was worried by how relaxed they looked in the third quarter. Yeah, that was fair, yeah. a relaxed posture by the Raptors coming out of that uh, halftime. Very confident in the team. It turned out to be warranted confidence. Uh, Freddie, as the as the leader of uh, the Mark Gasol oh uh, train or express, <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on Gasol's game? Because he did some good stuff out there, but he also had four turnovers and one mm-hmm. assist. Yeah. Threw some sloppy passes. Yes. Hair looks great. I'm not going to take that away from him. You can't. But uh, thoughts otherwise. Okay. We, we are alike. In, in, in testing each other because <laughs> I was right about to go to you. Like as the resident, you know, you've had your issues with Gasol. How do you feel about this game? Because, it, you know, if we're going overreaction territory, mm-hmm. my first couple of thoughts was, you know, we're so adaptable. We're not going to have a problem with this Brooklyn team. But part of that adaptation might be acknowledging that Gasol has a ton of value but not against five guards. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's a tough matchup act- for him. <clears throat> it's it's really I don't know. And then also watching Surge dominate. You know what? What? what, what I, I'll just jump to the next question. Um, McCready, do you think Surge should start in game two? Uh, I think having that punch off the bench in terms of scoring is pretty valuable for the team. Uh, right. I would keep Gasol out there as a ball mover. I think it's really important. I mean. You know, I harped on Gasol basically because of me and yours long-standing rivalry over our thoughts on Gasol. But uh, really, the most disappointing Raptor was probably Pascal Siakam. Yeah. And so I think you want Gasol out there just to keep uh, the ball in Pascal's hands because as the game started, I was like, wow, Brooklyn has no one to guard Siakam at all. Uh, But then, uh, you know, uh, he really struggled. He went four for 13 from the field. Uh, so yeah, you want someone out there who can maybe get him going at the next game. Yeah. He absolutely could not finish at the rim. Like we're so accustomed to seeing Siakam attack aggressively in the paint and do like a spinorama and lay it in and get like contested jumpers. But today it just was not happening for him. And luckily Brooklyn fouled him a few times and he got to go to the line and he was great there, but oof, I was worried. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to feel like, you know, Pascal, 
you know, from, from the Boston game and from times where he's struggled a little bit this year, I feel like if you, if you really aggressively double him or are, are a defense that can kind of, you know, or like us can scramble, mm-hmm. he gets caught in the in-between sometimes. Like he, I think he, he wants to play the mismatch and, and attract the double and find that pass early. But I think he right now is kind of a bit unsure. And the way the Nets were playing him, you know, either you kind of like go hard and aggressive and, and, and you know, take some fadeaways and j- just make sure you take a lot of shots, like four for 11. That tells me he's still in some type of like major deferral mode. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when we were all talking about Pascal and like, what's he going to do? Uh, in the playoffs, like it's, it's like kind of throughout the season for me anyway, it's like, that's, I, I'm thinking 22, 24, 26 shots a game. You know, yeah. I, I wasn't thinking, I don't think he's ever going to be a Kawhi type guy where it's like, Oh my God, Kawhi put up like 30 or 35 shots. Like that's, this guy's just like launching it up there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that's not Pascal's game, but yeah, 11 shots to me, you know, he had some foul trouble, but uh, I, I, again, I'm not super worried, but um you would like to see him go off. I, I'm torn because Freddie's going off. So yeah, yeah. At, at what point, like, you know, if he's struggling a bit, should he assert himself when other players, you know, like, like what well, we, we haven't even got to Freddie yet, but wait, let, let, let me ask you the surge question first. Um, Anthony, do you, do you think, is it, is that, is that too panicky? For surge to start in game two? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I agree with, uh, Matt on this one that we should keep him on the bench for now and then bring him in uh, when Gasol gets tired or is like is coughing up the ball or not playing well because just the even the scoring that Ibaka brought off the bench was something that really elevated the Raptors offense so like yeah keeping him in pocket and then the thing about Gasol is like you can't trade the defensive instincts and knowledge that he has like he played Karis Levert on some matchups pretty well like whenever Karis Levert would penetrate they would have like two guys on him like right away and like Gasol mm-hmm. would be one of the guys to shift over and also he played Jared Allen pretty well too in like the first half um so like I I don't want that to be on the bench to start the game like I'd rather right. have Ibaka sit uh and then when things start to get rumbling and Brooklyn starts to get rolling a little bit, then having a buck out would be the most effective thing. I think. Yeah. And I think, you know, maybe that, that early, that early kind of jittery part of the game, you like Gasol against, against Allen, but um, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like it, 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 from a panicky standpoint, yeah, you don't want to show weakness, mm. but from an effectiveness standpoint, if we run that, that, you know, that pet play for surge, I feel like that we could like this, this could be the story every single, every single game. And we could, mm. but I, but you know, I guess, I guess we did blow them out and they came back. So part of the, part of today's NBA is kind of recognizing that, you know, there's a lot of teams in the league that can have, a, that can have like a super hot quarter. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Let's, we, we, we got to go to Fred, Anthony, I'm going to stick with you. Um, let me just read this line. This is bonkers. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's the first time in Raptors history that that there's been a 30 and 11. But so 38 minutes, uh, 30 points, two rebounds, 11 assists, two steals, one block, eight for 10 from three uh, on a plus 14. 
but was the only Raptor to not hit a free throw in the game, costing us an NBA record. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> wait, well, Norm did. No, everyone else went perfect from the line except for Fred, who went zero for one. Oh, and, yeah, right. <laughs> you know what? And uh, could have been a record setting day for the old rap squad. Oh, yeah. man. No, you're right. Shame on Terribly Fred. disappointing game for Fred family. <laughs> it's okay for us to be like super disappointed in him right now. Um, uh, sorry for distract, uh, distracting me. He's, he he no. did great. He did that great. was an important fact that I needed to know. Now, that, yeah. now I'm like, That's oh, right. we could have had that free throw record in game one. Shit. <laughs> so, yeah, Anthony, is that is that him? I mean, that's a massive game. Let's not, yeah. let's not expect re- like a, a ton of, I mean, I guess he, or, or he's just Steph Curry now. Uh, but um, yeah. yeah. So, you know, is, is that Freddie in this series? He has a lot of space. Yeah. Like he, 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 he doesn't seem to be, you know, they're, they're not focusing on him either. Right. They're focusing on Pascal. Yeah. I don't know. It, Fred has had like a lot of really amazing games in the bubble as we've seen, and he's been shooting like crazy. And I think the thing about being in the bubble is like shooters who get hot are going to stay hot. And they, it's been proven that that's like, that's definitely the case. And I'm just worried that now Brooklyn's going to like send out their like longer backcourt guys to, to guard him. And you kind of saw that in the third and that's like when like the run started happening for Brooklyn is like Freddie wasn't getting as much space and it's just, those guys are so yeah long and scrappy that like the closeouts were getting really tight, especially like Tyler Johnson is a, a guy who like goes up against Fred and I'm like, Oh, like it's going to be hard for him to get off like a clean shot. But when he's open, like he's just been lights out and it's like the best I've ever seen him play. And it's like, so exciting. I was just yelling. I was just like, yeah. Oh, that's a nasty three, baby. Yeah. Um, eight for 10 for me, it gets, as soon as someone hits six or more threes, it, no matter who it is, starts getting really silly. Yeah. So like for me, six, seven and eight, all of those threes, I'm like just laughing. It's, I was just like, heat check. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You know what? Let me just, let me just pause for a second. And can we get a replay of that sound? Heat check. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's a yeah, mix of you're watching the game. And also, you know, the, it's tonight. The bath <laughs> isn't hot enough. Yeah. Yeah. You want to you heat check on the bath. Um, yeah, I, I need a meat thermometer stat <laughs> I'm, I'm loving your energy this is good listen we're champions we're going back to back and uh you know w- w- our first game curse whatever that was um it, you know, we can we can laugh that off now yeah but uh mccready what you know what's your thoughts on 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 freddie is this is he gonna be the star of the series or is this just you know this is a game one story well, you know, you can't take too much from one game. Uh, Fred's been playing really well in um, uh, the the bubble. Uh, he's had a great season. Um, I don't think it's a great matchup for uh, Brooklyn, uh, Fred, namely. Uh, Tyler Johnson did get a lot of the responsibilities for guarding uh, Fred, but Tyler Johnson was also negative 29 for the game. Uh, <laughs> so he didn't do uh, super hot in that role. Um yeah, I mean, we kind of like, you know, we the, the Raptors won by 24 points. So they didn't need Fred to have a huge game. But, I mean, Siakam 
and Lowry, like Lowry shot three for 14. Like Lowry was effective in ways outside of shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Siakam shot four for 13. You know, they were both shooting quite poorly. Uh, so they needed someone to come in on the starting lineup and punch. And if Fred didn't punch in that third quarter, they could have come all the way back. Um, they could have taken the lead. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it was important that he was able to do that. Um, but uh, I, I imagine that obviously Fred's going to regress from shooting that high. He's not going to shoot 80% from three uh, yeah. for the series. Who does he think he is? Fred Fran Vliet from last year's playoffs? Um, <laughs> I mean, but, uh, yeah, I guess, right? Like, what if he's like, no, no, I shoot 70% from three in the playoffs now. Yeah, I know. I don't know if a baby fell out of his wife or what, but like he, <laughs> shoot, he shot out of this world. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I think, I think we're going to probably see a little bit worse shooting from Fred and probably better shooting from Lowry and Siakam. I imagine watching this game now, I I originally picked Raptors in five, but I would feel very confident in the Raptors in four pick at this point. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm feeling good about that pick. I said, I called the franchise first sweep. I, I, I don't think, you know, back to the first point you, uh, you kind of brought up what, what your brother said. And I could totally, you could feel it, right? Uh, Levert was, at one point he was like r- rubbing his leg and, and he had a massive game. 15 assists. Mm. That's incredible. Like that was a superstar performance. But You got to um, give him credit. Sorry, Fred, I don't mean to interrupt, but you just no, no. really have to give him credit for um, uh, reading what the Raptors were giving him because they were yes. hitting him with so many doubles. Yeah. I mean, they, that's the same defense that they gave Giannis last year and uh, Kawhi earlier in the season. And um, to varying degrees, they didn't produce the way that Levert did, which is really impressive for a guy who's as young and experienced as him. Yeah, yeah. There's there's only a few stars out there who've looked comfortable in like the Raptors, uh, you know, like basically superstar torture chamber because <laughs> that's that's what we are. Uh, you bring your superstar to us, and we put them through absolutely grueling hell. Yeah. Uh, and that's a big part of how we beat you. I mean, the you know, Nick we, nurse iron maiden. Yeah. yeah it's, the Toronto it's, iron maiden. Yeah. That's not a bad name for a team. <laughs> uh, you know, and Doncic is really the only guy who I can remember looking comfortable, uh, in like with a, with a kind of full teeth, uh, Raptors, Raptors defense. But, uh, McCready, I was going to ask you, uh, just, you know, looking forward, um, who, who do you want to see a bit more from in terms of the, let's say, non, non-surge norm role players? So uh, we got, we got like, here's who played basically like sig- minutes of significance. Um, Rondé, Matt, and Terrence. Sorry mm-hmm. to Chris Boucher, but he only played three minutes and it was like the end of the game. But, you know, Matt Thomas saw some, some minutes and, uh, and Rondé played 11. And Terrence played 12. So maybe it's a Rondé Terrence battle early on. What's what's your, I mean, I'd I'd like to see less Rondé to be honest. I think one of of the reasons the Raptors offense, you know, like there's a lot of uh, talk amongst experts. The Raptors don't have enough juice to uh, create off the dribble and create shots. Right. But I think one of the reasons why the Raptors have been so effective offensively this year is because they always have five shooters on the floor, except for when Rondé Hollis Jefferson is on the floor and to a certain extent, uh, Chris Boucher, if he's not playing mm-hmm. uh, two specific games in the bubble. Um, <laughs> I think uh, Thomas didn't have any points, but he had three assists. He was plus 11 in seven minutes. And I think I he, looked him, he looked good. I mean, him running around and uh, just distracting the opposing defense uh, was something good for him. I think a little mm-hmm. bit more minutes for Thomas, more minutes for Davis in general. 
and uh, maybe shift some of those Hollis Jefferson minutes to Boucher and uh, let Lowry and Van Vliet, um, you know, maybe play five less minutes a game, maybe get them more around the 34 mark. So they're able to yeah. go wild and stay healthy throughout this run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up and I'm going to throw that to you, Anthony. So, you know, I'm looking at Fred and Kyle 38 minutes a, a piece. Mm-hmm. Um, OG 34. OG was fantastic. I'm not worried about OGs. Yeah. Two years old. Um, well, you know, Fred's very young as well, but I think the load Fred has to carry and Kyle has to carry is so massive. And are we in some ways as an offense putting our, you know, too many eggs in one basket, like, you or, or just as far as the way we're using these two, you know, should we be feeding Pascal more? Uh, and, and, you know, maybe integrating Terrence Davis more or, you know, Norm, I I think Norm only played like, you know, 16 minutes too. So, uh, yeah, Fred, Fred and Kyle, 38 minutes each. That's, that's that's a lot. A bit much, right. And, and was a blowout at a certain point. Well, I understand keeping Fred in because you're like, you want to give the guy who has the hot hand, uh, mm-hmm. all the opportunities he can to shoot the ball. But the way that Kyle has been playing with like taking the hard fouls as he always does and drawing charges, he drew what, like three charges in the first half. Like that yeah. was insane. Like that takes a toll on your body, especially if you're in the bubble and you don't have, you know, the same facilities and proper recovery as you would have in like Toronto or, and you're Kyle uh, and you're golfing nonstop in the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> like Kyle is just like getting in like whatever, 72 holes a day. Yeah, And <laughs> your, your, your diet is like cherry bubblies and Mickey mouse pancakes. Like, <laughs> like come on. <laughs> He's a to be fair to Kyle, he looks great. His body yeah. looks good. He looks fantastic. The worst part of his look is his hair, and that's just because everybody uh, is trying to get a cut in the bubble barber shop, and they're not getting in. Ooh. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I don't know where where where, where it was exactly. Oh yeah, no. So just just kind of transitioning like, going forward as well, because um, uh, because I, I want to rock only like five more minutes here. But um, yeah, McCready, I'll go to you. If you're, if you're Jock Vaughn, um, beyond whatever, you know, like inspirational joke, he probably really wants to tell, uh, <laughs> which is always welcome from you. But you know, if there's like, what, what, what do you do to wear down this team? How do you kind of change this series? Um, is it, is the third quarter kind of like, is that where you look or is, is that was kind of part of a blowout? Well, I mean, their chance to really make a dent would have been uh, acquiring triple-double machine Jonas Valanciunas earlier in the season, but that ship has sailed, uh, and thus they are <laughs> unable to do so. Um, but yeah, I think... He was think, so good I, in that game. Sorry. <laughs> he was, he was. Um, but uh, for real, though, like, yeah, I think you have to look at the third quarter as your uh, inspiration. They have to play that hard. Like, they won't be able to beat the team. They won't be able to play the, beat the Raptors unless they play harder than the Raptors. Um, the Raptors, unfortunately, also play incredibly hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, uh, it's a tough challenge for them. Um, yeah, I mean... <sighs> Swing, swing the shooting splits, right? If the Raptors are shooting 31% from three and Brooklyn is shooting 50% from three, which is the uh, way that it was uh, opposite in this game, uh, then, uh, you know, maybe Brooklyn takes the win, right? So it, without incredible shooting luck, I don't see how uh, Brooklyn kind of makes it the series. 
at the same time, they could take a game if, uh, you know, Joe Harris and these other guys go uh, completely nuts. Because outside oh. of Cabarrot, fuck, fuck, no one hit a shot <laughs> for that team. Like, uh, Joe yeah, Harris went three yeah. for five. Garrett Jerky Temple went Joe. one for ten. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Tyler Johnson went one for six from three. You know, like, there was just a lot of bricks out there uh, with the exception of TLC. Yeah. Um, Anthony, is there, is there any kind of offense they can generate or defense, you know, they, they can generate that might change the narrative. I I mean, I think, I think McCready pointed out rightfully. So we shot 50% from three. So I think you can go ahead and not expect that of any team, um, several games in a row, but, uh, but again, yeah, Freddie doesn't miss in the playoffs, I guess. Steady Freddie. Yeah, it, it was after uh, my own point. The Raptors had wide open threes that whole game. Yeah, uh, we, we did. We looked comfortable. Shot. It was a relaxed win. But so did so did Brooklyn in the first in the first quarter and a little bit, too. Like we gave Garrett Temple like a couple of wide open looks and luckily he just absolutely bricked them. Oh yeah. He punished us with one, one for 10 from three, man. (laughs) (laughs) He just, yeah, he just bricked them. But I mean, yeah, like you said, Matt, like if they swing that three point percentage, like who knows, we might drop a game to them, especially if discount Kevin love beef jerky, Joe Harris drives (laughs) in and gets gets those layups. (laughs) Wow. I feel like you read like a, like uh, one of those, like, um, uh, what were those gums that 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 had a, a comic in it? Bazooka Joe. Yeah, I feel like that's an insult on Bazooka Joe. Whatever. You- <laughs> that's the second time in three days that someone's come up to me and been like, "What's the comic strip that was in gum?" And I don't think I've ever been asked that before in my entire life up until this week. Well, um, get used to it because it's trending on Twitter right now. Get used to it. Bazooka Joe is back and no one can remember him. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's quite the phenomenon that's dependent on you. Um, oh my goodness. Good. You'll, you'll like it dealing with that, that every day answering that question. I can't wait. <laughs> okay. This is, this has got, uh, this is like a nice dystopian feel. Um, <laughs> what about, uh, did anyone see what happened at the end of the game? Um, uh, was it just like like Anderson? Well, what exactly? So he followed Davis and kind of yelled at him a bit. I think he like said something to him, and then yeah, and then Jamal Crawford was also ch- chatting away at the side there, hanging out Jamal in his, Crawford. Little, little, his little white golf shirt. Just he's like, I might come out there and shoot, go three for seventeen from three hundred. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I think he was just saying something to him. Maybe he was like saying some stuff, making fun of how Terrence Davis is like anti-mask or something. And then people are just like, Hey, you can't do that. We make fun of Terrence for being an idiot. Yeah, that's, that's the way we, yeah, exactly. Although, you know, that might be, I might be okay with that a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if, if he was just like, I'm still mad at you for this. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm just pulling up the box score to the, uh, I, I kind of want to end on the, on, on the Denver um, jazz game since it's already happened. But before I do that, uh, let's just, uh, I'll give, I'll give all three of you. Let's do a little uh, last Raptors word. Um, let's go McCready, uh, Anthony, and then we'll finish with uh, Matt Duncan. Um, yeah. Just what's your, you know, what's your overall vibe watching this game? Uh, and uh 
Um, I think I've said all I need to really say about it. So I'll end up by saying that Jamal Crawford is the Dick Bavetta of NBA players. <laughs> I, I Okay, this is good. This is nice. That's super weird. I love it. It's just uh, trash talking. That's all I have left to say. That's good. You're old just... Jamal Crawford. <laughs> oh, I like it. This is good. Bazooka Joe style. Wow, Bazooka Joe. <laughs> um, yeah. Anthony, uh, yeah, what's your, what, what you know, wow. uh, play, playoff basketball's back and uh, we smashed the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, first, yeah. And, first and foremost, I want to shout out a uh, friend of the pod, Roger Bainbridge. Happy birthday, Roger. Happy birthday, uh, Roger. We had the, quite possibly, oh. <laughs> quite possibly the most Toronto anthem. And that was like really uh, kind of fun to watch. Jesse Reyes doing the CN Tower edge walk and singing uh, the, yeah. the anthem. That was, uh, that was pretty magical. And those player intros, of course, very heartwarming. Yeah, I want to see more shooting and that defense. That Toronto Iron Maiden defense clamp them down in game two and uh, beyond. So today was a little scary, but pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, Matt Duncan, uh, what, what, what was your feels watching the game? Um, you know, I think it's nice that we get to kind of enjoy this uh, less stressful series. So I hope it continues that way for us because Me I too. think it's we- the only series that's going to feel like that. Yes, 100%. Uh, and also, um, Norm, please don't hurt yourself. He did a bit of a Damar groin grab, which scared me. I hope he's okay. Did we talk mm-hmm. about that at all? No, no. Okay, so there's a replay and he for sure got a heel Um in the, the penis. Oh, he, he got, got kicked in the nuts. He got kicked sure. in the nuts. Yeah, that's, that's what happened. Yeah. Hard, yeah. It, uh, it, it was not a groin pull. Although, <laughs> the way he went down, I was like, that looks bad. Yeah. Um, but they showed the replay a bunch of times and I was like, that looks bad. Uh, but no, and, no. Yeah. And then he hit like a trailer three, like yeah. the yeah. next play he was yeah. in. So that's good. But, uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. um, sorry. Do, do you have something else there, uh, Matt? No. Yeah. Just, uh, Norm, uh, I guess wear a, wear a cup. I don't know. What. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. He's changed his advice. Norm, wear a cup. Wear a cup. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad your groin's not injured, but yeah. st- you know, yeah. be careful. Uh, yeah. I, so I, I wasn't able to watch the jazz um, nuggets game, but I wanted to pull up the, the box score. Anthony, you said you watched it. Um, mm-hmm. McCree, did you watch it as well? I watched the second half. Nice. Um, okay. Well, uh, Anthony, why don't you tell me about the first half? Oh man. So uh, the first Michael, half story, Michael Porter jr. Came out like shooting like crazy. Like I, I was like, Oh my goodness. Is this guy like the missing piece for Denver? And he, he came out so hot, but then he, he like went into a nuclear winter in the second half. And like, it was, it was <laughs> hard to watch him. It was hard to watch him shoot, but luckily it like Denver is pretty much a, a two, a two man squad where it's just like Jamal Murray and Jokic, like just setting up like screen and rolls infinitely to each other. Uh, and, and like uh, Matt McCready was saying earlier, Jamal Murray just has like the most awful shot selection, but when he makes shots, he is a world beater. And, that is what happened today in that matchup. I love I love that so much. I'm so gl- glad I asked you uh, <laughs> to do that. Nuclear, uh, infinite. Yeah. Like you're, yeah, there's some big time descriptors. Um, <laughs> uh, McCready, uh, I guess the stage is set. Uh, what, what was the second half like? 
Yeah, I mean, we uh, I compared, uh, uh, you know, uh, Crawford to uh, Dick Bavetta earlier. <laughs> so yeah. I guess I'll compare uh, um, uh, Murray to Tim Donahue uh, because he robbed uh, Donovan Mitchell from a career game. Holy shit. <laughs> 57 oh, <yeah>. points, nine <laughs> wow. rebounds, seven assists and a loss. That's got to be he, – he's just got to look around the, the locker room in disgust at all of his old friends and newfound enemies. And uh, <laughs> just really a really uh, a really uh, outrageous performance. Down, because I think Mitchell only had something like two points in the first quarter. Am I wrong about that, Anthony? I missed the first half of the game. Uh, you know, you're right. He, he was pretty uh, – he was pretty quiet in the first – in like the first half, I'd say. Yeah. Well, in the second half, he was pretty much Will Chamberlain, who would some would argue incorrectly the best player of all time because he was just going like he was honestly unstoppable. It was really uh, outrageous. His finishing around the basket was on point. He's like stretch uh, finishes over Jokic. I mean, obviously, the Nuggets are not a great defense and something seemed off with Millsap, which might be something to look for, uh, look for in that Mm. series. I don't know. He wasn't playing at all Mm. down the stretch. Um they're playing they like 29 uh, minutes. So yeah, they played Dozier over him uh, down the stretch. Hmm. I don't know if he's injured or what, but uh, he looked off. And if, if, if he's off their defense is uh, uh, cracked to the point where they can't get too far in the playoffs. I think they'll still take the jazz, but I don't think they'll get past the next round. Um, right. But yeah, Jokic was amazing. Murray was amazing. Um, and everyone else outside of uh, Mitchell was pretty bad. Yeah. So my, the, I think the thing that that's popping out to me is, you know, Royce O'Neal played played 31 minutes and had uh, a, 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 a plus minus of, of negative 21. Uh, so, like, wow, what happened? was he just was it a turnstile when he was on the court? Because you know, I, I, there's just not a really. I guess Joe Ingles was negative 14 and played 43 minutes. Um, Jordan Clarkson had a really bad uh, plus minus as well, but mm. um, yeah, just, like it seems it was there. Was there some kind of like bully ball? Uh, mismatch hunting with Royce O'Neal or was he just yeah, have an off game? Um, I mean, I didn't really notice Royce O'Neal a lot, to be honest, when I w- was watching him. So, I mean, O'Neal's a, like a tertiary player at best. So I think he might've just kind of been out there wrong, wrong place, wrong time. Type yeah. Of thing to have a number Fair like enough. that. Yeah. His finishing uh, yeah. at the basket was pretty bad and he, yeah, he got pushed around a little bit uh, on the other side as well. Uh, yeah, but definitely, you know, it's Royce O'Neal. Who really cares? <laughs> <laughs> like, I like it. Um, so, you know, pretty big first playoff game for Michael Porter Jr. I'm, you know, I'm looking here, you know, 13 points, eight rebounds, one assist, one block, three for seven from three. Um, I haven't seen Michael Porter Jr. play a lot. Is he, how for real is this guy? Is he like has to start, um, you know, even if the Nuggets were 100% healthy good? Um, I think like I was, I was talking to a friend of the pod, Mark Little, about Michael Porter <laughs> Jr. today. And I think like one of the uh, things about uh, Porter that makes him so exceptional uh, uh, with Jokic is that he's so tall, right? He's he's you look at him, you think he's tall, but he's taller than you would even think he is. He's like 6'10 mm-hmm. and his leaping abilities off the charts and, and he's a good cutter. And you have like the best passing big man possibly in the history of the NBA. And you have a target with that type of catch radius. It's devastating. Mm-hmm. And his jump shot, he gets 
so much elevation on his jump shot and with his height he can stretch the floor to a degree like you can't really give him any space whatsoever or he'll uh, be able to shoot over you yeah um i think he's still got like a ways to go for consistency um in most elements of his game but i mean i would not be shocked at all if he has like a 35 point game in the series love it uh he's well, the he's the raw vegan kd <laughs> Oh, but he was also getting torched by Mitchell off the dribble in the fourth quarter. They had to take him off the floor because he could not stay with Mitchell at all. He was just getting blown by. Oh, I love that. I love when playoffs gets down to like one matchup. Like, you know, jaw is so incredible, but how it was really, it was just intense and awesome when McCollum play after play, you know, at a pivotal time of the game was just like, no, I'm going to take you on one-on-one and I'm going to smoke you. Um, and jaw is incredible. And apparently was playing with like a broken thumb, but uh, really, yeah. For the last three or four games in the bubble. Um, he's amazing. He's, he's amazing. Uh, do you think he said that to the reporter when the reporter was like, Hey, McCollum just beat you five times down the stretch with a broken back. And he's like, well, my thumb's broken too. <laughs> ah, he, he, he did the classic, uh, just uh, LeBron shows up like with a cast. And everyone's like, how did you get a cast in like 15 minutes? And it's like, oh, well, it's been broken in my whole life. Oh yeah, Bob Orton <laughs> my whole life. Uh, but I think, I think that's it for the pod. Um, just, just kind of wanted to share in the, in the Raptors joy We're we're going back to back. Uh, this is so fun. Uh, we, we had a nice smashing, um, even got a little bit of bench minutes in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just end with this. I'll ask all three of you. Um, uh, let's go. We'll, we'll go, we'll go Anthony McCready and then, uh, uh, Matt Duncan. Um, uh, how should, how should the Raptors celebrate tonight? Hmm. <laughs> Maybe go fishing, uh, you know, <laughs> have, a, have a nice fish, uh, play some cornhole with the boys in the lobby uh, and enjoy a cherry bubbly. Wow. Very three specific things. Yeah. Do those three things and you enjoy yourselves. Okay. Yeah. Uh, McCready, well, how should the rapper celebrate? Um, head over to Walt Disney World and check out the Haunted Mansion so they could watch Jamal Crawford's shriveled old face in a mirror all day. <laughs> wow, Jamal Crawford getting it. Yeah, um, roasted him. Matt Duncan. I, I, I love that I'm roasting this guy for being so old. He's like two and a half years older than I am. But oh, yeah. <laughs> NBA standards, he's quite old. Yeah. Uh, Duncan. Yeah. So this is what I want to happen. Okay. Nick nurse, he's in his room. He's just putting on some new strings cause he's blowing through those things like crazy. Mm-hmm. He's put on some new strings. He's getting ready to just kind of jam out by himself. But then here's a knock at the door and the whole bloody team is there and they've all got a different instrument and they just say, you want to jam coach? And the whole team goes in and there. He's like, like no, search search has a time. base, like a full stand up base. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be good. <laughs> okay. You know what? Next we, we, we can't we can't go down that rabbit hole, but we're definitely going through which <laughs> instrument for each raptor. Oh, yes. Yeah. We're, going, we're going Paul Watson deep. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. And, uh but 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 uh that's it for the pod. Um Thank you all so much. This was a this was a good time. Uh, Raptors are one and zero. We have fifteen more wins uh, until we get to hoist the championship trophy 
one more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, let's uh, let's kind of wrap it up here with some some n words. Uh, uh, Anthony, do you have any um, anything you want to kind of end on, or uh, just you know, say to the world and or promote? Um, not anything too crazy. Um, you can follow me uh, on Instagram and Twitter at Hall and Jokes. Uh, I tweet about the old sports from time to time, mm-hmm. um, mostly uh, wrestling. <laughs> if you like that, uh, uh, that's about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm hanging out. Let's, uh, keep going. Go Raptors. Go. Uh, McCready, uh, anything you want to promote or, and or message to the world? Yeah. So I like to keep my Twitter and Instagram private. So if you're trying to find <laughs> me, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> audience. This, this shit's for me. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Um, you, know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta prioritize your, yourself. Uh, uh, that's what I interpreted from the message um, to everyone out there. You know, don't find Matt. It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.